Welcome to the Interventions Podcast, a Scout Studio production. I'm your host, Cam Corvo. In Season 1, Narrative, we observe through a series of interviews and stories the ways that designers create, own, and maintain narratives in their own work, as well as the impact those narratives have on society as a whole. Audio and transcripts for each episode of this season are sponsored in part by Juno Design, a Boston-based design studio founded by two Scout alumni. To learn more, hire Juno, and see some of their client work, visit their website at junodesign.studio. That's J-U-N-O design.studio. So today on the podcast, I have Vanessa Grigorchik and Sawyer Hammond, the executive and ops directors of Scout, uh, our two officers, fearless leaders. Both of you, welcome. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, happy to be here. This is so exciting. Of course. And so exciting to have you guys on kind of the inaugural season of the Scout podcast. Uh, Sawyer, I know you're talking about how you've always wanted to be on a podcast. And now that you're on the Scout podcast as one of the heads of Scout, it's kind of coming full circle, isn't it? Yeah, I honestly thought I was going to be on more of a lifestyle podcast, I guess. But I think Scout is my lifestyle at this point. (laughs) So here I am. Great. So I wanted to first kind of start off and ask you guys a little bit about what's your history with Scout? How did you guys first get involved? You guys have both been involved for several years now. Um, So what was kind of the impetus for each of you joining Scout? Yeah, so in a classic design studio manner, my first interaction with Scout was seeing a very well-designed poster around campus, so much so that I almost forgot to pay attention to the actual event logistics because I'm just staring there looking at this gorgeous piece of paper um, as this really anxious and nervous computer science student who had just arrived at Northeastern's Boston campus um, and wasn't really sure how to make my passions and the things that I wanted to do into this career path. And so I found this poster, I saw this event that was happening that night, um, and managed to make my way over there and be introduced to this group of crazy creative students that were all super passionate about the things that they were studying and the things that they were doing. And I instantly knew I had to be a part of it. Yeah. And for me, I guess I was kind of the very I was I was the goal I guess of recruitment in Scout I saw a poster and I applied the same day and it was also the deadline so naturally I applied the the day that they were closing just like everybody else seems to um and I I guess I'm not a designer or a developer so I was not applying to Scout knowing at all really what a design studio did but it was also kind of in that weird time after co-op that northeastern students feel where you kind of float around campus I was I think I was just looking for something to occupy my time and it like scout kind of just fell in my lap so kind of what was your what was your history with design was really like your entrance to scout the the whole catalyst for being involved in the design community because coming at from me um, someone who's also not a designer by trade um, it was interesting that I've always had this interest in design and like joined scout because uh, of this interest and because I knew of what a great community it was um, but it really like having that lack of design experience or um, lack of relationship with the design community um, was kind of like a barrier for entry for me for a little bit. Yeah, I think for me, it's been it's been really interesting because I've never thought of myself as a very creative person. A lot of the things that I do, any of the work I do and the way I think, but I've always I always feel like I've been surrounded by creative minded people. And so actually for my first co-op, I worked at Behance, which is a portfolio, like artist portfolio publishing platform. It's a social network for artists to share their work. 
and our main mission statement was empower the creative community. And I don't think I expected it to resonate with me in the way it did by the time I left. But six months later, I really felt indoctrinated into that goal of really making sure that the creative community has all the tools at their fingertips to do their best work. And I didn't exactly know what Scout was. And then as soon as I was reading about a student-led design studio on campus on the on the website after finding that poster, um, and there was an opportunity for social media manager, and that was actually the first role that I had in Scout, it felt very similar. I felt like my I was almost tasked with this responsibility of sharing all the awesome work that Scout was doing. And that's kind of been the goal in different forms. I, it's kind of, it's turned up in different forms, but that's been my goal with every role that I've had while well being in Scout is just really supporting all creative work. And, and Vanessa, you mentioned that you had a CS background. Um, was design always a part of that or was that kind of like a transition you made uh, very quickly and early on in your college career? Yeah, so I feel like I have been running away from design since I first started practicing the discipline, and it always seemed to pull me back in in one way or another. Um, So I had a journalism background and was really excited by the possibilities and storytelling and the ways that we can unite all of our individual narratives, wink, wink, um, through this collective medium of journalism, through writing, through visual storytelling and um, in college I wanted something entirely different so I signed up for a CS major having no background in the topic Um, and day two I dropped that major so I could come back to the design world um, because seeing the scout members be so enthusiastic about the things that they were studying and wanting to share that with others I realized that design was an actual career path that people could do and an actual thing that you could major in in college. And so for me, Scout was the catalyst to actually pursue that passion relentlessly. So you kept trying to run away and it just kept like reaching out and dragging you back. But it was like by the time you fully got ingrained back, it was a very it was a very willing drag. Yes, I think so. Now, Scout's been around for coming up on its fifth year. What do you think the position that Scout holds kind of in the Northeastern community, uh, whether that's the design community, the broader entrepreneurial ecosystem, uh, or even both. And how have you seen that change and shift over the time that you've been in Scout? So what I think has been really interesting about Scout's evolution over the last five years is the acclimation of resources we've been able to gather as students in the design world situated at Northeastern, um, but also the way that we share those resources with the greater community that we're a part of. So since day one, Scout's been dedicated to making sure that all of the exciting talent and work that's happening in the studio is readily accessible to everyone that's interested in the creative work that we do and doesn't really know what that is yet. So I've always been excited by Club Scout, which is our weekly open office hours where any person in the Northeastern ecosystem can drop in, bring their laptop, do some homework, hang out with like-minded people, and really have this open dialogue about design and creative work. And as we evolve to be five years old, what's interesting is seeing Scout be both the thought leaders in our community by making content about some of the lessons we've picked up on the way, um, blogging on Medium, sharing stories throughout social 
social media, um, but also staying as a facilitator between the conversations happening on campus and through the rest of the city. And I'm excited to see how that will continue to evolve. I can't believe you said thought leadership. I thought we said no buzzwords. <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I want to echo that. I think the the really interesting thing with Scout is that all the pieces have always kind of been there, but it's been on Scout to start to put them together and understand like what potential Scout actually has. Um, initially, the team was really just trying to erect a studio, like build, pull together teams that are doing work for clients was really like the first goal. Um, I think the progression of Scout over the last five years has, it's not like it's been nonsensical or anything. No one is surprised by where Scout is, but I think it's pretty staggering how quickly Scout has grown. Um, and that's mostly been due to the the idea of community becoming a little bit more central. I think it's always been something Scout mem- Scout has been aware of, but not necessarily something Scout has known how to like wrangle or handle or even just like understand the size of our community. Um, and now that we're starting to understand that we have a much larger community community than we expected, um, things like the conference are starting to happen and the reach that our um, all of our events have are starting to grow and Scout is just starting to get name recognition. It's been some of the small things, but it's really been with this central mission of providing the design community with the experience that it deserves, which has been really fun. Yeah, and I want to add on to what Sawyer mentioned in that initially we think community was this byproduct of the work that we've been doing, and now it's really a value that we hold centrally as the product that we produce as a design studio isn't all of the great work, but really the great people that come out of it. And and as this community grows, um, is community really that anchor that kind of keeps our ideals in check? Yeah, I mean, I... Th- I... I think it's been especially existing in the Northeastern community and starting to understand the power that design has in talking about design with the with other students and with professors and with other different student organizations. Um, and then beyond that, beyond Northeastern into the greater community. Um, it's been really interesting how once once you learn the language of talking about design and how to kind of explain it, because I think once you... if if you're talking about design in the way that we talk about it in like HQ, which is Scout's office, um, with with a team of designers, it's very, it, it could be very inaccessible. Um, but we've we've had to learn ways to talk about design to make it more palatable, especially when working with other ventures and different student organizations. And it's led to this like crazy interest in talking about design and its role in everything. And I, I mean, I think partial credit is to the the biweekly events that Scout does and talking about design in every single aspect of life. But the more that you can open those conversations and kind of break down those barriers to understanding and make the conversations about design relatable to everybody, then there's this very tangible interest that everybody seems to have. Um, And now zooming out a little bit more to kind of like the broader Northeastern community, um, Scout was really one of the founding organizations of what we know now as Mosaic, like the broader entrepreneurial ecosystem uh, at Northeastern. How has Scout kind of evolved in that space and also become a little bit more intertwined with the, our relationships with other organizations and under the umbrella? And how do we kind of like coexist uh, among this ecosystem? And how has that really changed over the past couple of years? Well, I didn't even know what Mosaic was for my first entire year in Scout. <laughs> so it's it's changed a lot. I think it's been... It's been interesting because I don't think Mosaic thought of itself as a community either until recently. And then Mosaic started to realize that it's actually this collection of really powerful student organizations on campus. And the way that 
community has become a central value of Scout. It's also become something that Scout has adopted in part due to Mosaic because we have understood our calling and being a part of something larger than Scout, which is Mosaic and also part of Northeastern. Um, but Mosaic also started to see the power of that and start to really lean into the idea of community and bringing together these different organizations with their unique focuses. And what's interesting about Scout being one of the founding members of this entrepreneurship ecosystem is that we've kind of felt like outsiders over the last couple of years, um, being designers in this land of business students, of people from more traditional entrepreneurship backgrounds, which unfortunately does not always include design, has been this really interesting challenge posed to our members, which is how can we convey the importance of what we do while also sharing that it's useful in everything that people from a business background participate in as well. So we've seen this really exciting evolution of bringing design to the table in discussion about ventures in entrepreneurship because our work is really central to everything that Mosaic produces. And so it's been a great way for our members to step up and really see how their work belongs to this greater ecosystem, greater than all of us. Yeah, and entrepreneurship was quite literally holding the door open for design to come in. And so Scout had to naturally take the seat at the table. And so rather than feeling like we're trying to bang down doors or knock down any sort of barriers, we just pull up, sit down, and um, design is there. And so it's it's a really cool opportunity to really define what entrepreneurship looks like when design is part of the process from the very beginning. Right. And I think it's it's very easy to forget that for a lot of these ventures and these startups that come through the entrepreneurial ecosystem, that their branding, their storytelling, that's really all anchored by design. And uh, you mentioned that design's kind of forgotten along the way and that we kind of have, have, have to fight for a voice or a seat at the table sometimes. Um, how do you really like go out and fight for that seat? I think the the misconception is not that people don't care about design, really. It's more that people don't know what the role of design is. And so when Vanessa says take 50 steps back, it's take 50 steps back because that's actually where design starts, not with a logo, but from the ideation process very early on. And going back to what Sawyer mentioned earlier, I think really this conversation of how can designers get a seat at the table really starts at developing this common language to use to talk about design because designers can sit and talk about typefaces all day long but really we're not doing the industry any favors if we don't take the jump into explaining why a serif looks best in a typeset book or why sans serif looks amazing on the web it's really a challenge for us to use communication and to use um, looking at all of the ways our fields intersect and building a case for this like core question of why does design perform better? And you can really look at the landscape we exist in and see the products that we use every day, the apps, the websites, the products that have design at the core of everything we do are really the ones that we're going to click on most often on our phones. And so it's really about building the case for finding the language and finding the way of talking about your work so that people from backgrounds that are not yours can see the impact of your work. And now looking forward, um, we're coming up on year five. 
Um, I know you both have been hard at work on building kind of the, the future vision of Scout and what the lasting impression is going to be. Uh, what do you think comes next for Scout or even for the entrepreneurial ecosystem at Northeastern as a whole? That's a big question. <laughs> we both took a big... I think, so I think something that I really hope is for the future of Scout is that Scout continues to be as dynamic as it has been. I think that's something that's really fun about Scout is that every single semester, um, the incoming officers have the opportunity to kind of set the tone for the year, but it really is up to every management member to shape their own team. And then for every project lead to continue to shape their own team underneath that. I mean, the entire structure is very much, it's very different every single semester, which is why Scout is so fun because it feels personal and you really can make you can get out of it what you kind of make out of it for that semester. Um, and I hope that continues regardless of whatever form scout exists in. Um, like we, after we graduate, it is not our responsibility to dictate the direction of scout, but just hope that the things that we have fostered continue in some form or another. Um, whether that means a complete like pivot for certain initiatives. Absolutely. Um, I just think as long as it is staying true to the underlying mission of continuing to innovate and iterate on what, design and entrepreneurship means and also the learnings that come with that and the leadership development I'd be so happy yeah I mean absolutely that 100 percent um I would also like to add that one of the best parts about my job over the last year is getting to meet with the student leaders all across Mosaic all across Northeastern but also all across the country and the globe from different universities different programs that are looking to start scouts of their own and looking for their own models of what a design community on their campus could look like and I am really excited by the potential to interact with those different communities find ways that we're alike and where we're different and to learn more as more students are involved with shaping what design entrepreneurship looks like for their communities across the world. And, and as you see a lot of these student-led design organizations start to pop up in other locations, for anyone who might be listening who's thinking about starting some sort of student-led design initiative of their own, um, or even any sort of uh, organization where they can channel their passion for a particular subject into a broader organization and have it grow into be part of a larger community, um, what's a message or a takeaway, piece of advice, anything that either of you would have for, for someone like that? Surround yourself with the right people. Absolutely. Look for students with similar mindsets than you. Look for students with different mindsets than you that come from radically different backgrounds but have the same values at the core of what you want to build and how you want to do it together. Um, but also, most importantly, seek out mentors and faculty advisors that will support your crazy vision because none of this would be possible if we didn't have the initial buy-in from our very first faculty advisor Alex Turnwall and none of this would exist if it were not for Margarita Barrios Ponce so we are so thankful for the members of the faculty that have helped advocate for us at a greater northeastern level and would definitely advise all interested students to find the people with the experience in building these kind of communities um, and learn from them on your campus. Yeah and I think adding on to that going kind of back to ask for forgiveness not for permission like do it if, even if you don't have a advisor even if you don't find the right mentors do it because 
if if nothing else, you'll have touch points for what to change in the future. Um, and that's really the key is just keep pushing forward, iterate very quickly. We talk all the time about like, what's an MVP for this and scout. Um, but really that's like, what's the MVP look like for your club? Like you just want people to meet up and start talking about design. Great. Do it. Yeah. Make a hypothesis, test it, learn from it and start again. Fail fast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Fail fast, fail often. So that's all for the episode today. Uh, I want to thank you both so much for being on the show. Um, it was really great to sit and talk with you about Scout and what's next and hear your experiences. Uh, so thank you both so much. Thanks again for having us. Yeah, thank you, Ken. This was so fun. My podcast dream. Scout. <laughs> <Sk> out. <laughs> I can't believe he said Scout. out. <laughs> The Interventions podcast is written and recorded entirely by students from SCOUT, Northeastern's student-led design studio. SCOUT aims to foster the design community in the greater Boston area and beyond through real client work, weekly speaker series, and our annual student-led design conference. To learn more about SCOUT, visit our website at northeastern.edu slash scout.